Welcome to the Let's Be Real podcast, the podcast where we're not afraid to have difficult conversations and we like to keep it real. I'm joined today with uh, two special ladies, um, you know, God, God-led, God-driven. Um, we got my crazy wife in the house. <laughs> Maribel, hello. Hi, how are y'all? And we got Miss Isela Sanchez. Hey, guys. How are y'all? We're good. We're good. Thank you guys for making the time. We were actually going to do this and then... Yeah. Yeah, rescheduled, you know cancel, rescheduled, and boom. Right. We're going to make it happen. God said we're going to make it happen. Like some things need to be said. Right. The enemy just tried to come, and I'm right. like, uh-uh. <laughs> I had to make it. That's work. awesome. That is awesome that we have you here. So let's start with, you know, everyone already knows about us, right? Me and you. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, we're, we're, yeah. So let's talk about Isela. Isela, tell us, like, you're married, you got kids. I am. So I am married to Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Um, we are coming up June 14th will be our eighth year being married. This and year is our eighth also. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Cheers. To awesome. Years. Um, well, we did already shout out to Mark. Yeah. Marky Mark. And my honey. <laughs> um, let's see. We have six children. Oh, wow. It's a blended family. Um, I have two boys. He's got two boys, two girls. So the day that I ever prayed to God to please bring me a godly man, I said, Lord, I don't want to have any more children physically, but I do want my home to still be filled with more children. Right. And I did ask for that in specific. Oh, you can move it. You can move it if you want. <laughs> I think I hear no. it pretty good. Do you? Yeah. I just want to yeah. make sure it sounds yeah, good. Yeah, I hear you pretty good. Yeah. I'll cut this part it's out. because I think I'm like trying to do this and, oh, and it's, it's not, you know what thing. I mean? You can turn it. Let me, here, let me do it. I'm Please afraid hold. of, I'm afraid of messy. <laughs> Please <laughs> hold. <laughs> I'm that uh, elevator music. Oh, there you go. Hello. Hi. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's perfect. Yeah. Cause it'll grab, definitely grab in my. Voice. That's great. Don't forget our worst experience. <laughs> You're good. Worst experience. I mean, it's better than that. Then. You know, hey, de perdera. <laughs> de perdera. You know, flashing show, in the moon. Thing I about. used to. He did. Hey. Oh my gosh. Like, when he'd be around my family, I'd be like, damn. One, two. Pets, buddy. <laughs> when we first started dating. Good. See. Testing one two. Some people are blessed. Test, you know testing <laughs> one two. It's all good. All right. Um. So we left off, y'all, blended, blended family. family, six yes. kids, two boys, you, two girls, him, two boys, him. Yes. Two girls. Two girls, him. two boys. Right, that's what I said. For him, yeah, and that was where, um, yeah, I, I literally, literally, my prayer to God, I was like, I don't want to physically have any more children, but I do want to be blessed with more kids. And God had a sense of humor <laughs> and sent me four more. <laughs> and then afterwards, then, you know, kind of the the joke or whatever people would say, be like, now you have a Brady Bunch family because yeah. there's six. You can eat. Um, is there a vehicle for six seater? Look, or eight, eight. Expeditions. What, what I got is got. I think it's an eight seater. I think that's what we yeah, have. That's and a I'm pretty. Like, that's an XL expedition. I saw. Girl, yes. <laughs> For hey, we my make family. it work. We make it work. We still. I think yeah. well, with this baby coming along, 
Oh, FYI, guys, your girl pregnant. <laughs> but uh, team girl, right? Team, team girl, team girl. Um, we still have a three seater, so we're still good with the oh. vehicle we got. <laughs> well, you might think about that whenever you start putting that car seat in there, and then you're like, oh, elbow that's room, true. Elbow room. That's true. Maybe. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. God bless each other. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. But, um. So. You you talk about this a lot. You say, um, you know, I prayed to God for a good man, and you know, yeah. God provided. Um, yeah, for sure. So you were a single mom prior to Mark, right? Obviously, and he had. Yes. Uh, so were you married before? Or? I was. I was married to my high school sweetheart. Um, he and I met when we were in junior high, or because he was like a year and a half older than I am. Mm. So. I was, we were going already to separate schools at that time because, you know, mm. of course, it's not the same school. But, um, yeah, we met in junior high. You know, we are together all even through my senior year. Um, we had our son when I was 18. I was three months pregnant when I walked the stage um, when I graduated high school. Oh, wow. So I was a young mom. But we wanted him. We planned for him, literally, like. We were all young and thought we knew everything, right? But <laughs> I think but we all did at that point. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we planned and we we're like, oh, we're going to have a kid. And, you know, we thought we had it all, you know, together. We lived with his mom and, you know, it was. What was, year was he born? He was born in 1999. 99. So he's now 22. Wow, he's an yeah. adult already. Mm-hmm. The baby's already an adult. Wow. So. Does he have a family or no? No. No, he doesn't have family. Thank oh. God, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a grandma like, yet. Yeah, not yet. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm totally ready to be a grandma because Mark and I are like, oh, I just want our grandkids already, you know. Right. But it's because you know we're we're enjoying watching our kids grow, mm-hmm. and so we kind of start having, in a way, baby fever. Right. But. We're not trying to rush our kids either, so that we're just like loving on everybody else's kids. I was about to say, girl, there's a lot of babies <laughs> going of, around. I so. know. We'll pass you on. Yeah, right. Exactly. We always so. need babysitters too. So <laughs> hey, we we, we got a whole congregation full of them. I know, right? Tia and Theo. Oh, Tia and yeah, so and so. Yeah, that's Tia. You sell it right there. That's right. You're like, mija, go over there with your Tia <laughs> or whatever you know. So yeah, if anything, yeah, I've always been that kind of person to love on everybody else's. So what advice would you give someone in your similar position? Like you're in high school, graduating, you're you're with your high school sweetheart. And, you know, given where we are now and Mm -hmm. not making this personal at all, but just from a learning, what did you learn? I, so even though in my, in my age at that time, I thought I knew everything, of course. And you actually don't realize that until you're a little older and you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, I never, that's, this is something that I told my kids, um, my boys, I always told them, I said, you know, I've never regretted you guys. Right. You know, you guys were a blessing to me, no matter what time or when you guys came into my life. But if I could have waited a little longer, I definitely would have. Right. You know, um, you know, there was a time that I went through because I wanted to be out on my own and I wanted to have my own place with my kids and, you know, whether, and at that time with my first husband, him and I were always in and out of our marriage. We're always Mm -hmm. in and out of a relationship, you know? And even though 
we were married, um, we still treated it. We, uh -huh, we still, um, we were common law for such a long time that when we finally got married, it was, it didn't mean anything right. in a way, even though I might've taken my Bible seriously because I was in a spot where I was ready to be married to me. Um, it was treated more like a piece of paper mm. kind of thing. Right. And so if anything, I would say definitely live your life with God centered. Right. I went through a lot in my life where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can be bad all by myself. But if I could have been lived with God in my life, I probably would not have gone through a lot of what mm -hmm. I had went through, in all honesty. Mm -hmm. But I know your steps are, are ordained and you're never too far from God's hand, mm -hmm. you know. So being a young mom, I, I just think establish your home first, your physical home, like going to college. Definitely have something under your belt right. because when one job doesn't work, it's not a guarantee that the next one's going to work as good. Mm -hmm. It's not a good thing to jump from one job to one job every three months or, you know, whatever. You know, I was never taught um, what it was to have a credit. Okay. I was never taught. Um, even whenever I jumped in trying to buy my house years later after I already had my, my boys, I didn't know what it was to buy a house. And I was like, what is that? So I don't even know what it is. So let's just jump in it and I'm going to go and do whatever I got to do. Fine. Don't even look at the terms and conditions. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're, that's right. The little, what is it called? The little, fine print. the fine print. Thank you. I, I have a bad habit of not looking into that. Enemy's always like, did you look at it? I'm like, nah, just. <laughs> yes. I know. It's a For bad sure. Habit. And it is, you know, but it's just kind of like we do the same thing in life, you know, and I, I definitely went through that. So yeah, definitely to young moms, I think. Planning is a good thing, but allow your planning to be healthy ones first. Right. Because it's a whole different ball game when you have a little one staring up at mm -hmm. you and saying, clothe me, feed me, love me. But yet you still want to get your groove on at, you know, going out to the clubs. And, right. you know, you don't have that out of your system, you know, or so to say. No, yeah. You know, so... That's there, kind of like a hard, that's a kind of hard pill to swallow for a lot of single moms that it, mm -hmm. it's no no longer about you it's about the kids now. For sure. You know I feel like a lot of single moms are always like, well you gotta understand that's like we have a lot one, I have a lot on our plate and I have a lot of friends <clears throat> that are single mothers but a lot of a lot of my friends they're different in how the way they handle it. You oh know? for sure. It's so it's so it's so crazy how they deal with that journey but exactly what you said you need to have God in center. And whatever they're going through and whatever they're going to do, because when you don't and you start making decisions on your own and what you think it's right, I feel like you delay a lot of things oh, because sure. you're thinking this is the way, this is you the way. You definitely delay yeah. your blessings. Yes. That's, that's, uh -huh. Man, that's as, as I go on my walk and even till this day, even now that I'm with God, there's a lot of things that I still hinder my own blessings, but because of, you know, my own pride or my own, right? you know, whatever. I mean, I think it's something that, you're never going to stop. Just learn and then go forward. Mm -hmm. It's always going to be a walking process. Yeah. And to chime in on what you guys are saying, I agree. <clears throat> um, you know, given, giving you a more statistical approach to the conversation that y'all are having, mm -hmm. and I've said this before, mm -hmm. like women nowadays have more independency, careers, yes. jobs, a lot of things going for them. And across the board, there's been a study done 
um, by a prestigious university. Mm -hmm. um, and, I'll, and I'll share the link. But there's been a record high increase in depression amongst women. Mm -hmm. So how do we explain that? We have women being independent, women having careers, women having jobs. But there are also a high records of depression and anxiety amongst women. Well, I think that's where she goes by saying that a lot of these women don't have God in the center. And and and, and, I, and not only that, but also like not putting priority the things that really are important in that matter. Yeah. I look at my parents and they always tell me, you're not spending enough time with your kids. You're not doing this with your kids. You're uh -huh. not spending a lot of time with your kids. And I look back and I'm like, well, at their age, they were always like trying to figure things out, mm -hmm. trying to make money, trying to do this. We never really got that yeah, time. And as a grandparent, you understand the, and prioritize the things mm -hmm. that are important. And we see those on TikTok all yeah. the time. Like, we go back and do. Have you, you seen those do. on TikTok where the like the the daughters recording her parents with her, the grandkid, and they're like playing and laughing, oh, jumping yes. around. And she's like, they're getting an opportunity to be the parents that they weren't for me right. when I was yes. there. Exactly. It's a second opportunity. Yeah. And and it hit hard for me and Maribel when yeah. I saw that. Yeah. And, I was and I'm all sure crying. a lot of people I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. And I think we're getting too distracted. This world is, you know, there's more things against you than there is for you. And um you guys Oh, that's very yeah, totally easy. Right? And sure. and and when we put God in the center and and we're in a community that looks for each other's backs, looks out for each other, that's something that we should be looking for. Yeah. instead of the clubs and then other stuff but we don't understand right. at the time right and so but a lot of things like even whenever i was a single mom even whenever i knew that i needed to have god centered it was hard to me for me to say okay so where do i go then if i want to have god centered where do i go where do i go learn this you know because i'm i would be a very how do you like they say a, a baby christian you become a baby christian first you know, so you learn how to crawl, you learn how to feed from a bottle, you learn how to do all of that. Then you start to graduate little steps here and there. I've never That's heard true. that before. I've, that I could so agree on you on that because whenever I first met God, there was this thing. I know this is probably wrong for me to say, but it's like a Jesus high. They would always tell me, you're yeah. on that Jesus high where I was just so like, I you're found Jesus. Right. I found Jesus. Like I was just up there and, and. I came down from it, obviously, like, because I was like 18 or 19 at that time. And I remember I just met him, too. And then I came back to Odessa and I got influenced again by my friends mm -hmm. and got into the influence again. And I'm just like, I, I still had God in my heart, but I wasn't following God like I was supposed to. Yeah. And then now in this stage, I felt like I'm not in that Jesus high I was when I first started, mm -hmm. but I'm more in the... I don't know how to explain it, but I'm more in, in in heart and connection with him that I know I could just reach to him and I have him. I have his presence when I can. Like, you know, it's it's a different feeling than what it was in the beginning. So whenever you're like sure. in Jesus school and you graduate, I can relate to that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like the, I've, I've heard it being described as being a baby Christian because you're first learning. You're you're learning that you can always pray to God. Little little did I know in order to accept Christ in my heart. All I had to do was pray to him and say, Lord, you are my savior. Like I had to literally speak it from my mouth because just repeating an actual prayer is not the same. You have, um, God really does want to have an actual conversation with you and literally, cause he knows, he already knows the intentions of your heart. So 
whenever you're talking to him, you have to literally talk to him like he's standing in front of you. Obviously, he's not there in the physical form like our eyes. That's what we see. But spiritually, he really is with us all the time. You know, and not a lot of people think that. A lot of people feel like he's very absent. Like, where are you, God? You know, like, I hear that that's what all I got to do. But really, what do I do? Um, I knew that I needed to go to someone that was a great mentor. Um, at that time, I began going to, a, you know, a wonderful church in Midland um, um, that had, a you know, that were just great with all kinds of different people. There was a lot of women um, godly women that were there, you know, that kind of took me under their wing in a way. Um, I made sure to go to every, you know, everything I could because I wanted to get away from the clubbing. I wanted to get away from everything that I felt like it was influencing me in the wrong path mm -hmm. as a mom. Um, I felt like I needed to fix me. Mm -hmm. I needed to value myself. And that mm -hmm. was something I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, I've always heard that how can you love others if you don't love yourself? Right. And so I knew that I needed to fix that first before I can even think about wanting to become or be um, in a marriage. Right. Or, or you know, so to speak. That's very um, good. You know, from that. So I knew that I needed to get in connection with a church really first. You know. That's so good. After, um, I know, kind of, I need to backtrack a little bit. But, you know, after I had my son... um my husband and I at that time, you know, we were on and off probably for like, probably together about a good 14, 15 years-ish. On and off? Mm-hmm. So we were like, I guess like a common law marriage in a way, uh, because we were already living together after we had our first son, uh, or our, our son, because it was the only child that we had together. Um, in, I believe it was 2008 was whenever I stepped forward to have a divorce. You know, that's whenever we finally divorced. <laughs> and, um, you know, going through that that time frame, that, that whole time frame there, there was a lot of things that we went through and, and we were in and out. Um, was whenever, yeah, we finally, um, I finally had to part ways just for my own better mentality. Right. And, um, that's whenever I began being a single mom completely by myself, like with no one in my life, like at all. And that's whenever I found Christ. Was, How long did so, you say you were a single mom? I was, let's see, between 2008 and 2014 when I married Mark. So that's what, six, seven. Yeah, I'm not good with math. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean by that is it took you I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. It it took you time, like you had a big amount of time to be alone, to sit with whatever you had to go through. And I'm pretty sure during your single momness, you were dating. Yes. You know? So uh, I was dating. Um I was with other relationships and every relationship that I had was always like anywhere between a year and four years in between sometimes it seemed like and some of them overlapped it seemed like because it's like I would leave one and then I'd be like oh but this one loves me you know and you know I was <laughs> I looking for love in, in the wrong places right yeah, you know right. and <clears throat> right <laughs> in all the wrong places exactly <laughs> so you know I was still going through my own thinking that I knew better right like mm -hmm. you know well I, let, let me ask you this question because I am strongly against divorce 
Yeah. And coming from divorced parents and actually experiencing yes. separation in my marriage, yeah. um, I really do not like the idea of divorce. Correct. So, and and Cliff, this is something, shout out to Pastor Cliff, this is something that we kind of don't see eye to eye in because he says there is some situations where you have to get a divorce. And for me, if there, if there isn't an abuse going on or, or anything like that, I, I still feel like people can work through it. So that's that's, a, that's actually something I'm glad that you brought that up okay, because good. that's definitely a a big part of why it was so hard for me to be the one to leave to leave right I for one the bible says that you are to be evenly yoked and to be evenly yoked it's not the yoke of an egg right it's the yoke I don't know if you guys know but oxen back in the days when they were used to plow fields and there was this wooden thing that would go on their shoulders. Mm -hmm. And there's one that goes over one oxen. And then in between there's, you know, it's, it's like a big the plow thing. or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a yeah. plow. And then it holds the plow thing and everything else behind mm -hmm. them. Right. But I whenever you're, you're together, if one oxen is going to go to the left, the oxen on the right has no choice, but to go to the right también, or to the, the left, left too. Right. You can't do anything by yourself whenever you're in a marriage. You mm. have to do it together. It's got to be a union. Mm. And I didn't now. Of course, I learned that now, right? But back in that time, we weren't evenly yoked. He was he. My first husband at that time. He was taught. Mom was was Catholic. Dad was Christian. So before he passed. He was caught because my um, this would be my ex father in law. Oh, um, oh. So before he passed, he was always like, Mijo, you need to get in the church. You need to have Christ in your life. You know, and he always told him, but he never wanted to. Right. He, he's like, Yeah, I believe in God, but it's like, whatever, you know? And so he Religion never. Was it his no. Cup of and tea. so he would battle with that in his flesh or whatnot. He battled with that. Yeah. He didn't know if he wanted to be Catholic or if he wanted to have a relationship with Christ or whatever. He didn't understand that. The majority of people find a relationship with God in their darkest moments. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. And honestly, that's the reason why I later decided to for sure have a relationship with Christ is actually because of my ex-father-in-law. He was oh. the first one to plant the seed in me mm -hmm. and told that's me, cool. you know, talked about that. Um, but we weren't evenly yoked. And when we got married, it was just through the justice of the peace. Um, it wasn't. It you wasn't know, like a church. God, a marriage. No, it wasn't not a God. Right. That's where marriage. we sit, actually, right now. You yeah. don't even want to hear the proposal story. It's <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, and this proposal, <laughs> we went to the movies. Uh -huh. Something that he likes to do. Okay. I mean, I don't mind the movies, right? But I'm no, yeah. I, I'm very like he likes he loves the movies. <laughs> she you wanted it to up. be in a yacht. No, no. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, if you're gonna be proposed, at least like yeah, but movies. Yeah. With the movie, I don't even remember. I think it was like a scary movie. I don't even know what Avengers movie it was. Or something. No, it wasn't. Because <laughs> if it was Avengers, I would have remembered. But I'm a Marvel fan. Okay. But so I remember we're sitting there, and he just like, he just plots the like the ring case on like it was that synergy. So it was like on that little tray deal. That's so funny. And I look at it, and he's like, "That's for you." <laughs> and I'm like. Oh, okay and i open it and i'm like oh and he's like love you babe and i'm like okay and i'm like i look at him waiting for him to like 
hey, like, hey, y'all are like, hey, can you marry me? I know we haven't done it right. Or like something cute, like a sweet message, nothing. He's all eating his popcorn. I was like, oh, so I put my ring on. Oh, okay. So I get my ring and I'm like, okay. And I put it on. He's like, he just like taps my shoulder. Love you, babe. Like if we're like a roommate and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, okay, this is cool. And that I know, like, it's funny now. I, right. But back then, I was mad. <laughs> Were you mad? I was, like, butthurt in a way. I was like, is this really, like, his For proposal? Real? I was. I but know. I wasn't, like, mad to send. I just felt, but like you said, I felt like, it's not that I didn't deserve a better proposal, but I was not even, I didn't even know my worth to to That's even good. let him like That's good. put his worth in me if that makes sense like i didn't even yeah. know my worth so i'm like okay i guess this is what i deserve i deserve this you know yeah. now that i know my worth and now that For he sure. knows like we, we're we're in a whole different stage of the marriage now and i just yeah. feel like now we're talking about a real marriage because we're married hey. through law but not like not god. god you, you know one god. of the things that blows my mind and i never thought about this and i and i hope young people listening to this really listen to what i'm about to say we don't know who we are as individuals, right? We're still trying to figure out who we are. We rush yeah. into a relationship. The other person is still trying to figure out For who sure, they are. Right. Going through whatever the hell they're going so through. I... And then you put in that. Now we got to live together and figure each other out while it's still tough. figuring out ourselves. And I then throw so kids on top of it. But see, that's Dude, the reason why. It blows my mind. That's why I know so many relationships we can now like say, guys, do this first. So that it won't be so hard for you to be figuring all this stuff mm-hmm. out later on when you're finally married and have kids. And there's three you know types I mean? of people. There's three types of people for everyone listening. The ones that learn from Ladies, other people's mistakes. The ones that learn from making their own mistakes. Yeah. And the ones that never learn. So That's this, th- this, what we're telling you guys, take it one of those three ways. And hopefully you're well, the smart ones that will learn from someone that went through the hard parts. So I have, sorry. So I haven't, I have the advice, like I'm, thinking maybe y'all would know because i mean i have a hard time even figuring this out for for someone who's in that relationship right now say someone who doesn't know their worth they're in the relationship with someone else that doesn't know their worth and there's kids involved and they're probably listening to this how can you tell them like how can they stop and be like what do they really do love that person but they know like hey i don't know my worth and he doesn't know but how can they fix it how can they say you know what let, let, let's figure something out here. How? What's the first step for them? That's a good question. So That's a great question. What, one of the things that I've realized about processing trauma and healing, yeah. you have to identify the things that are causing damage in yes. your life. Mm. The first step is right. identification. Like, for sure. What I'm doing is wrong. Yeah, I'm still learning it today. You get what I'm saying? For like, real. And some people will still <laughs> accept it. Like, I know people... Um, that are like, well, I've always been this way, and, uh, and I'm like, ma'am, you're, you probably don't fig- figure it you've out. Been later, like, like today, you've been married with like, married with like ten guys, and and yeah. you still think that it, what you're doing is okay. Like, and the, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the first step is identification. The second step is working towards a. a there's so a many. Solution. Yes, there's so Compromise. many resources that we have, dude. Like uh, the internet, therapy. You you Couple just talked therapy. about going to the doctor. Tell yes. a doc. You don't even have right. to go in person anymore. There's no reason why anyone should be struggling. And the last one, most importantly, put God in the middle of it. Right. Whatever you're going through, God will right will help you. Probably I, should be the first step, but still. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> God, right. I mean, you're I mean right. don't get God, me wrong, no, yeah, God. You're absolutely right. I think God should be the first step always, yeah. but I, obviously you should find physical help as in like if you need therapy, like 
talk to somebody that's not a family member. So that I mean, ed- therapy has helped me and Edmund to a lot of situations. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. So. I I love honestly. I love if it wasn't so damn inspect- <laughs> expensive. Expensive. Yeah. I would go to therapy Expection. all the time. Okay, safety. <laughs> but but I know right. <laughs> One of the things that I really am intrigued with is uh, learning about myself mm-hmm. and learning about other people. Yeah. Like if you can understand me how you too. think. And I heard this quote a long time ago. It says, human communication on the on the best days is usually horrible. We're mostly misunderstanding each other the majority of the time. Yes. You, you, like, even on like, the best day, it's yes. horrible. Mm-hmm. We're usually I'm just, just like, misunderstanding oh my gosh. each other. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you probably, you know, you tend to say things about yourself, right? Like, you know, they say the power how do you say it the power of life is in your tongue so you're not supposed to be saying those kind of things uh, to yourself right but, i feel like women struggle with that i do i them. struggle with that sometimes but yeah for sure you know and and knowing where you're gonna come from out of all of this we're still all figuring it out mm-hmm. you know i think a lot right. of like you know to your question about what are you supposed to do when a husband couple, and wife right. um or a couple you know and they have kids involved how do you even begin, you know? And I, I think of it like from a person on the outside looking into a box, a, you know, a transparent box, you know, maybe you can start by going to marriage conferences at first, Ooh, yes. you know, because those help. are powerful. Shout out to Thanks. the XO marriage conference. See, I, we just went we, to one. Oh, y'all, y'all gotta sit. Y'all gotta Girl, I came out that. pregnant. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I came out pre- said, I think I was already pregnant. Like that. I think <laughs> I was <laughs> You I think I was Holy Spirit. No, I really did. It. it connects you and not just physically, For but sure. it connects you spiritually to your spouse. It really yeah. does. Those it are really, really they're really powerful. I've seen I've we've been Mark and I have been to one um that was held um at a different church years back. Um and we actually I was thinking of us going to that XO marriage, mm-hmm. but then I was like Things happening with next year, I think bro. those are so good, you know, like because they give you things that probably sound pretty simple, but you probably don't think about it. That would need to be something that you learn from a marriage right. until you actually are together, and then you talk about one on one, like okay. You know what the best trait anyone can have in life? Awareness. Be aware of what's going on. Be aware of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like most people good. operate in ignorance. Ooh, and and, hey, and and some people I mean, are like and and the worst part is now we exuberate or we glorify ignorance like people that are like, yeah. you get what i'm saying toxic traits yeah it's all over tiktok it's i, all I over like to operate in awareness of. now Very like true. let's let's That's focus good. on being aware of man am i treating I my wife right exactly or am i treating exactly. my husband right? right that is true now am i, was I like, spending I'm, time with my kids am i doing this right, right? and i was going to tap into that i was like what if like say one spouse is like yeah we need help but the other spouse is like what do you Reluctant. mean? We're fine. You know, or like, well, I don't want to. Like, hey, let's go to a marriage conference. Why? We don't need that. Like, mm-hmm. some people are going through that right now that they're probably reaching out for help, and but the other spouse is not. Not equally yoked. Or like not equally. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking. Could be equally yoked. Or you could be yoked together and still right. having the same problem. A miscommunication. For sure. Because, you know, pride doesn't, it's not, doesn't discriminate. Pride, pride mm. doesn't discriminate. Girl, you ain't lying. You know, there's a lot of other things that don't discriminate regardless if you're evenly yoked or not mm-hmm. you know but i felt like the reason why my first marriage didn't work was because we weren't evenly yoked and biblically it tells you if you're not evenly yoked or if 
there was adultery committed or, you know, like right. there was infidelity, then those are the only grounds that you can divorce on. Right. Yeah, not even you know, abuse. Not, not even abuse no. is a ground for you to it's get divorced. Yeah, and it's According crazy. to the Bible, of course. Yeah, it's crazy because that was the grounds that me and Edmi hit. So yeah, we, were, yeah. we were like at a point where we could like leave each other and divorce for each sure. other. But it's like, but we literally chose not to. Together. And we yeah. say, you know what? Like, despite, like, like exactly how you said, the world is against us. Oh, for sure. So it's like, why why give the, the world another statistic or another reason? It's like, yeah. no, we're going to make it out. I was like, let's, let's, and we did. Like, I, awesome. I tell everybody, Jesus saved our marriage for sure. Cause I was like, literally. I, I look back and I'm like, wow. Like, I, every time I go and, and worship to God, I cry and how grateful I am to Him. Cause I'm like, Mm-hmm. God, like you shown me how you can turn a broken marriage and miraculously like put it back together mm-hmm. and how he did that. Yes, there was like a lot of ups and downs, but it was it was more to the point where he he in a way individually had to pull me and end me like separate. Not so much like divorce, but he had to fix so much into Edme and he had to fix so much into me individually you we had, had so many yeah. traumas past traumas that we had to figure out and just to clarify when we're talking about equally yoked or unequally yoked they're talking about spiritual yes uh, values <laughs> like one believing in god and the other one being an atheist that's right. not gonna yes. work does that make right. sense yes but as far as disagreements are not seeing eye to eye i still feel like that is not grounds for divorce you know what I mean? Right. that's my personal opinion though it's not based on any fact right no yeah and i mean because but your mind, body, and soul is, is you know, you do have to, and how do you say it? You have to give yourself completely to God, and that that's everything. Mm-hmm. Not just, well, I want to mentally think about God, but you know what? Physically, I want right. to go out and do all 100%. of this. You know what I mean? You have to. Right. That's like trying to ride the fence. God also talks about not being lukewarm. Right. You can't be lukewarm because... You either be hot or you be cold mm-hmm. because if not, he's going to spit you out the day the judgment day comes. And right. it's just not, you know, like, I mean, I can sit here and talk about, you know, I'm, I'm not a high, mighty, high, you know, holy roller right. not kind of person or whatnot. But I'm saying, like, those are the experiences that I've heard. These are things that have stuck with me. I'm still to this day trying to, you know, read and, and be better of myself, you know, um, reading scriptures and, and learning things as I go. Mm-hmm. Um, You're operating in a level but, of awareness. Right. Right. Exactly. And do I still need more awareness? For sure. A hundred percent. I think we all do. Yeah. Girl, I'm there sure. still. And I, but I, <laughs> I think I agree with you, Emmy, that I want to continue to be aware. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't. I hate operating in, in the unknown. Mm-hmm. I don't like that because then I'm like, you know, I feel like I, I in a way, have some OCD because <laughs> I feel like it's got to be, I have to have order. It's got to be on my list. It's got to be, you know, and that's just, that's the way I am. It's just, it's being intentional. Yes. Like we have no time to waste. And maybe I'm, I'm very radical when it comes to this kind of viewpoint, but I'm very intentional in any interaction that I, that I deal with someone. And that's like, good. We'll go out to, which we don't do a lot, but we'll go out to like a bar or something, have a couple of drinks right. as a couple. Cause yeah, we don't yeah. believe no, in like separate, yeah. whatever. Right. For sure. And we'll go out and, Maribel will be talking to her friends and stuff. I'll be looking for people. And I'm like, and when we leave the bar, I'm like, hey, I got this guy's business card. We're going to have a meeting next week. And she's I like, what we the were hell? I met him. No, and I, I mean, I, I that's, that's his way of blossoming. Like, go ahead. Be. He don't stop. Like, he knows I'm loud and I like to socialize. And maybe my intentions are not the same as his as in business. 
mine could be just meeting somebody and getting to know the person. That those are my intentions. Yeah. Like and his intentions are like, yeah, if I'm gonna be meeting somebody, uh, like you I, I have to, to get something. Intentional, like you exactly. Said. He's like, I gotta get something out of it. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna waste my time. And yeah. I get it. That's the way you wanna be. Go ahead, boo. You know, I go let you do. But you, you guys but are in a compromise. You guys right. are in agreement, and yes. that's and that's a good thing to have because it's very much. And this is another thing that I also learned that this is um the way I, I put it together is men think or speak blue and women think and speak pink. Mm. They're obviously not the same color. Right. So they're not always going to blend in correctly, mm-hmm. but that's a reason why you come to in the middle and you compromise, you know? And like I said, you know, I'm, I'm still learning, you right, know, no, but same. you know, but oh, yeah, we could take all the advice we can get <laughs> oh, well, from anywhere and, and anyone. <laughs> yeah. And you know, so, you know, understanding that and, and like you said, you know, just you guys, you know, you're saying that, you know, you're giving him the freedom and you, you want, you're pushing that because you want him to always flourish no matter where we go. See, I was, I know we're all hitting it. That's why I'm like this, no, trying not and, to hit nothing. And like Maribel said, like, she lets me too. do my thing. I, I let her do her thing. Like going to the yeah. bar is not a, like something that I like, enjoy doing, but I know she does. She likes I, going out. The reason why I like going out, not so much. I have a good time anyways. Like karaoke, catch me singing. Even though I I cannot sing. But because I like being in that environment for some reason. I like just laughing until like my, until my stomach hurts. Like it's just something that I've always loved to do. And I, and especially with the people I love. I don't have to be for with sure. a big group of people, but no. if I could just have my husband and my two best friends and, oh, and he said like, we're good. <laughs> he said like sure karaoke. Could, y'all. <laughs> the last time we went out, um, we already knew she was pregnant. Oh, and like, okay. oh, I, I'm drinking water. And they're like, weren't you drinking? I'm like, oh, they can't. They like Maribel legit got mad because I wasn't drinking, but I, I honestly, mad. but I honestly don't, don't care for all that. I just, yeah. I was like, I'm DB. I, ha- I have yeah. to. <laughs> it's funny because I'm not a, I'm not a drinker. I, I drink cuando se me pega la gana, right? Like just whenever I have, you know, whenever we'll I feel like it. Yeah. We drink and on I, Sundays. I might drink. Uh, hope alive, uh. See, I keep doing that. I, um, I'll have one drink. Um, After another. But no, and, and I like, I already start to get, feel warm and I'm like, I can't do it. No Your more. ears like, get warm? I'm just, yeah. And so, but I've, I've always been that way. Even whenever I was in my clubbing days, all I ever wanted to do was go dance. I didn't go to get plastered. I didn't go to get, you know, any of that. And it's funny because like, yeah, I would go drink every once in a while, but it was never something like, right. you know, do that. So crazy. even now as an adult, when Mark and I, every once in a while, we have gotten to like, a bar or something, you know, Mark will be like, Hey, you know, I just, I just wish I could just have, let's go have a drink, sit at the bar and just chill. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know? <laughs> and even though it's a bar or whatever is not really my forte, you know, you know, so to speak, um, I might have one drink with him, but then I'm like, can I have some Sprite, you know, or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like and he already knows, like but lemonade. you know, Mark was the same way though. Cause he was just like, you know, babe, can you just drink with me? Like, <laughs> He wanted me to have more than one, and I'm just like, but I'm sorry, you know, you're gonna catch me asleep on the floor or something. I think I've came to understanding just so much that he, if you don't drink with me, that's fine, but just I like to have him present and known, like, for sure. Like, I don't want him to be like not looking like he's not having a good time, but like interacting. And I, always with me. Yeah, feel, interacting I feel like I'm always like that, though. Like, I'm not, I have a like a stink face or whatever. He's like, you don't realize you're probably giving it. That's right. But I'm just like, we're. 
what business gimmick? Oh, oh my god. Who's a business owner? Yeah, I that I know. Now, my husband is not a He's all checking on, He's all looking if he's wearing a Rolex watch or something. Oh, that, that, that man, he got it. <laughs> what if he stole it? <laughs> <laughs> what if? I mean, it's Odessa, sis. <laughs> Look, you just never know. People go pawn chopping all the time. I'm just saying. <laughs> what if he stole it? What if it's fake? Uh, <laughs> let me see, test that. You one. never know. Aye, <laughs> aye. Dance crazy. But, we went out of but anyway, I know. <laughs> I know, big time. No, but um, well, going that. back to that, I guess where people could find their help, I think it's just really just stepping out their their comfort zone. And if their marriage is needing help, or just even in a relationship or a couple, I think they should just start with themselves first. Start yes. with themselves first, and and getting them if they're if, even if their spouse, yeah, even if yes. their spouse. Is not doing okay. Stop pointing the finger and what he needs to change on, and point your finger at yourself and know For what sure. you need to do first. And 100%. I think I think it would follow. Once your yes. husband or husband or your spouse or whatever vice versa sees that, hey, like this person's moving different. This this person's not reacting like she used to with my conversations. You know what's going on. Then you'll get his attention. Then you'll get his awareness. I mean, Edmund got my attention when he started moving different. Yeah. I whenever we were in that in that time, I was like, hey, this is not working out no more in the marriage. And we started to move different, not in the sense of him leaving me, because we're both already separating, mm-hmm. but he moved different in a sense where he's like, like he knew his worth, he knew what he wanted, and Walking it's like, but in a in a godly way, you know, oh, and in, in a family way, and I'm just, that kind of, not attracted, but it made me follow, it, it like flowed to me to go to him and be like, hey, what's going on, like what, you know, yeah, it, it no. made me become aware of what's going on. Sure. somehow some way it happened like that so yeah. for any advice it just start pointing your finger at yourself and figuring out what's going on with you and yourself but hopefully in like in a non-danger way if you are you know say getting abused physically or emotionally you know yeah. i say go find go find go help, find help. Go the, find the bible help. does to says to step away the bible does talk about stepping mm-hmm. away temporarily right, right. but yeah. to never divorce i mean the only grounds for is the adultery, but you know one thing I've always wanted to talk about, and I don't know if this is a good time to bring it up, but no, nah, probably not. It's not a good time. <laughs> what? ADHD. What is out. it about? And you can cut it off. Uh, blood covenant. I don't know what that is. Blood covenant is about um, whenever you have a sexual intertwine. No. That and also like, like soul ties. Uh, that, but Y'all, also that going, is a whole different. Like, yeah, we can talk it's... about soul ties. Yeah, but what I was going to talk about is. In God's eyes, what the spilling of blood really means. That's what I want to talk about. But that, we'll talk about that. That feels like a little day. deeper thing. It's very deeper. Okay. Let's go with soul ties. I feel like you had something to say over there. <laughs> well, the way I say it, like, I, so whenever I was a, a single mom, one of my battles was fighting the demon of lust. I feel like demon, we still fight with that. Yeah, and the demon of lust. Yes. And the reason I say that is that I, and I actually didn't realize this until later, I kind of like, um, you know, I think it's 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 kind of a, in a way, a, a kind of like a, there's, there's this road and then there's this road, but they're all going to meet, they're, both of the roads are still going to meet in the same place, sort of, sort of way. But let me explain a little bit what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. Um. I had a thing where I felt like every relationship I was in, if we didn't have sexual relations as good or um, as often or 
I even was attracting my partner at that time like I should, I felt like I wasn't being a wife. Mm. And so, and I desired to be a wife so badly that whenever I tried to have wow. this relationship with this person, it was totally exactly the opposite of what I should have. Um, there was a relationship I was with that the person I was with, he was fighting with and also a very, a very demonic um lust um binding like he couldn't recognize it himself because only when he drank Ooh. he was a very he was a completely different wow. person i know certain people and it like was that. and it was hard it was really hard and i wanted so badly to have this relationship with him and marry him and this and that that and he was all for it because i was giving him all the sex he wanted right, right. but at the same time it was like it was not at all what it should have been right. like it. And it was then that I realized that I was fighting an actual demonic, like the lust, the the demon of lust was, was upon me. And I felt like I needed, I needed help with that. Right. And that was an, a, a battle, so to speak, that I, I went with. Um, the other part of that road that I was talking about, um, No, I forgot. <laughs> I would know I was no, going there, it, and I'm like, you were talking about. It's crazy because I fought that same demon too. You know, like I had to really like take a oh, step back and be like, man, like I have a lust problem, right? I tell my husband, like I really do. Like I didn't mm -hmm. notice it until mm -hmm. I really stepped back and looked at my like my problems, and I'm yeah. like, wow, like I literally felt, and it goes to me, it goes back to childhood trauma mm -hmm. it goes back to oh yeah uh pornography it goes back to um yes. abuse it goes back to uh you know family abuse and stuff like that yeah. is and i was like dang it made me become the person where i'm at right now yes. but i'm no longer that person because i don't claim that person i'm right. like you know what i'm like i'm not that person not, and ever mm -hmm. since i said you know what i'm not that person i don't want to be that person mm -hmm. i'm not going to be that person i felt change in me i felt like i finally denied myself Yes. And started accepting what God wanted to be for me. For sure. Yeah. That was that's definitely that's definitely a chain breaking moment. Right. It for was for sure. It really was. And going back to that second row that I was talking about, I learned later too, um, your body is a temple. Mm -hmm. And I kinda didn't understand completely or in the depth of what that meant. Um growing up and even as a young adult, I've always heard that it's okay to masturbate. Right. It's okay to, you know, I mean, you're just doing it to yourself. It's just self-pleasure. At least you're not, you know, over there having sex with so-and-so and they're having all these yes. transmitted diseases and whatnot. So it was always taught as it's okay. It's natural. Mm -hmm. It's a, you know, it's an urge that your body needs and you just, you can just please yourself and you don't, you don't hurt anybody else. Right. But biblically, it's wrong. Biblically is wrong. Why? Because, yep. um, you know, it talks about how, you know, in the Bible, it talks about how your body is a temple. And that's probably one of the worst sins you can commit to yourself mm -hmm. is, is your, 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 se the sexuality part, the se right. um, not sexuality, sorry, the, the um, lust, the actual, the... the actual, the actual physical of having sex or giving yourself self-pleasure, right? you know, and, and not giving yourself to your husband or not giving yourself to your partner, you know, or, you know, there's a lot of people that are single. Or not, and sharing, having, not sharing that experience with your husband. Right. Because God created sex to be 
something for a marriage. And mm-hmm. there's a reason why it should have only been a marriage thing. And it's, you know, it is where, you know, you guys, uh, there, there's a soul tie there. Yeah. It creates a soul tie. A connection. So, yeah. And so whenever I started to learn about soul ties and about, um, I, I didn't learn a whole, whole lot to say that it, I learned a whole lot on it, but the little bit that I learned, that's whenever I started to realize that I was fighting a demon within me. Um, because all these guys that I've been with, and I know it probably sounds really bad for me saying that, but these guys that I've been with, I've had sex with them. And when I had sex with them and I was just like, oh my God, I have all these soul ties. So in God's eyes, he says, you have, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a story in the Bible that talks about the woman. I think it was a woman at the well or, or it was that she had, she had however many husbands where's, you know, your husband you know, well, you've had like however many husbands, but that's what he means oh, wow. by that. That's what he means by that because you've actually had sex with all these people and right. every single time you have sex with somebody, you're carrying on all the demons that they're fighting. So biblically, biblically, that is the, so the act of marriage is sealed it's in God's sealed. eyes by sex. Yes. And and that's, technically that's in the, the Bible. That's the, tra- how do you say it? That's the, tra- um, what did you say earlier? The, the, the. That's the the blood the blood covenant covenant, covenant. covenant. thank you covenant. Covenant. <laughs> that one so, sorry and, and and that's why like, <laughs> like I'll go into it. I'll go into it because this is perfect I'll go into it so on the cross when God when Jesus died there was a lot of blood spill yeah. a lot of blood spill that that Jesus left on the cross and mm-hmm. on his way to the cross right there's several reasons why the blood sacrament is is a big deal because. In, in spiritual t- language, there's nothing more uh, profound than the spilling of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why when a woman is virgin, yes. she'll oh, spill yeah. blood. Yes. Back in the that's biblical, she, t- in yeah. Moses' she times. Literally bleeds, yeah. In yeah. Moses' times, they would have a priest pray over the bed. Family would stand outside the tent. That's they would have crazy. sex. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm serious. I'm yeah, serious. No, that's I'm, so I, true. They I would have I... sex, too. Then the priest would go in there, grab the sheet of blood, and the family would clap. And if there was no blood, guess what they would do to the woman? Wouldn't they like disown her or something? They would kill her. They would, yeah, oh probably goodness. stone her to death. They would, they would kill her. And the the covenant of blood, what it means biblically, dude, is crazy. And um, it's it's crazy how we are living now, if you think about it. Yeah. Taking that into perspective, what I just said. Just okay with everything. We got OnlyFans. We got. This whole stuff and women, pornography, porn, like it's 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 bad. not even pornography anymore because that's kind of mm-hmm. like a fantasy. Like a, now yeah. it's only fantasy. People that you know uh, doing true. this shit. Very true. It's it's horrible, dude. The way that we're living right now, it's horrible, dude. It is. It's very horrible. You know, I don't know if we. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's and it's true because it's like, you know, me being a person that I went through that, and to go back and look. Like, that's when the enemy starts to whisper into you, look what you did. Look what you, mm-hmm. you know, like, look, you, you were, you were a hoe back in the day, right. you know, and you know, like that, no, those are true. the thoughts that I have in my head. And I'm just like, oh my God. But God said that I was a, his child. He yeah. said that I was this. So I have to speak that. It over doesn't define right. me. It doesn't right. define me. Because I wasn't, yeah, I was letting it define me. Right. I was letting that, you know, and it's, it's so you know, even that's why I feel so bad, you know, even for our teenagers, I have a house full of teenagers. It's so tough. It's so tough because 
you know, here we are, this is what we teach them. And, and it's, they're kind of like, so if we're not supposed to do this, like we're not supposed to masturbate. So then what are we supposed to do? You know, and it's kind of like, well, I don't know what to tell them. You know what I mean? Like, it's, right. you almost feel like I can tell you biblically, but it's, you know, I think a lot of people are going through that. A lot right. of parents go through that thing. Like, what do we say to our kids? Right. Um, I actually learned because they're they're around more. I'm sorry, they're around yeah. more people, well, like friends that do do it. That is then just like it's virgins. Yeah, so it's like yeah. so it's like yeah, it's dude. normal. So they're like, mom, it's normal. Why are you making it? Yeah. Big? Yeah. Huge shout out like... to Ashton and Joe. I know I don't know if this is correct or not, but they were actually they kept that sacrament and they didn't that's have awesome. sex until they were married. That's oh, yeah, that's awesome. So and that is a of, very good example. I want to glorify yeah, people that are awesome. doing the right thing. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not a lot of people. We're glorifying, like, yeah, I'm having sex with all these women and all, and but yeah, like it used let's to be glorify people like... that are actually doing the right thing. For sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I tend. I That's what this platform is the, for, by the, the way. Yeah, the world I feel like now has oh, accepted a lot of like mm-hmm. toxicity. I guess mm-hmm. you can say. You know, I, I mean, I was at fault too. Whenever I would be like back then, be like, "Oh, girl, you with him now?" I'm like, "Ah," and then you, mm-hmm. and then I think about, it, I'm like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be that friend no more." Mm-mm. And I feel like a lot of I lost a lot of friends because I'm that friend. Hey, and, I, and and it is what it is. But you ready? People without purpose distract themselves with pleasure. <laughs> That's true, though. I always <laughs> say that. Always Ever since that I heard that. No, no, because it, I mean, it hits it's hard true, with me. It hits hard with me, dude. True. Repeat it for me real quick. People, it's mostly men. Men, uh, men for without women purpose. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Am. People without purpose distract themselves with pleasure. That's Thessalonians true. chapter 4, uh, verse 3 to 6 says, It is God's will that you be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in the way that is holy and honorable, not in passionate lust like the pagans who do not know God. Well, Wow. Tapping into that, you have a lot of teenagers that guess what? That don't is have a purpose world. or don't but feel like they have a worth in things. That's you know? why they're such a bigger target, right? Yeah, that's why because they're you like, know, Well, I don't know what to do in my life. I remember when I was a teenager, I was like, I don't know. And the what? last I'm person like, you listen to were your parents. That's the sad part, dude. Like, ah, my dad, For he doesn't sure. know. Anything. And now that but, I'm an adult, I'm like, Wow, my dad had a whole point. <laughs> Most times, you know, where do we get it from by the music we're listening to? A lot of people don't think that a hundred percent music can be like. You know, dude, dance, some of the music, dance, you know, or, or whatever, some of the like music now is not or... even like trying no. to be Look. cool with their flat out saying no shit that I'm like, I mean, there's a song hey. that I'm like, hey, it's a cool beat to it. And then I'm listening to it. And then later on in the song, it's like have girls, you could hear girls moaning in the background. And then I'm like looking and I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, I hear my, my son looking at me and I'm like, okay, I got to change this now. And yes. it, it sucks because it's like. You can't even enjoy music because yes. it's everything's lusted, everything's yes. perverted, everything. We just need to look for the kids' bot version. That's <laughs> kids' <it. laughs> bot. And you no, know, it's like not even them are fixing it. I, they say they just say it. Do, do with say the kids it? Voice. Oh my god, and that's I feel worse. Like, I feel actually, like then. it's a lot. It's a lot extent, to yeah. change from doing what you like, like in the world thing. Because like, there's a lot of Christians that don't even listen to like what does it say? Sec- um, secular music. Secular music. There you go. They don't listen to secular music. They don't listen. They just listen to Christian. And I can't say I'm I'm completely like that. There's sometimes I hear like some Britney Spears right. or something, you know. Right, but right. it's <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and I do the but... same, you know. Like, how do you say? Okay, so this is kind of a funny example, but I used to love, love, love watching Grease, the movie Grease. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, it's old school, you know, the, the yeah, yeah. yeah, the grease lightning, you know, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So I loved watching that. Is that bad? Well, as you, if you go back and you watch it, <laughs> what is he talking about when he's talking about grease lightning? Go grease lightning, go. I don't know. If you ever listen Honestly, to, I've never seen the movie, to be honest If you ever pay attention to the lyrics of that song, it's basically talking about how, how he has a car that makes girls get oh. wet, oh. basically. And, and look, he's, <laughs> like he's, about, he's about to play he's like, No, but I mean, like, everything in that movie talks about sex, period. All of it. That's crazy though how everything movie, does if you when you really look at it, it. No, even even in um Netflix kid movies, mm-hmm. they normalize talking about there's like a show called Cuphead and there's like it's like two little cubs trying to get their soul sold to the devil. They, they, they made a deal. So they oh made a deal in the right. in the right. it's number ten on Netflix, by the way. For kids. And I get home and, and the kids are watching, I'm like, babe, what the hell are they, I was what like, the hell is this? I don't know what's going on. I'm not changing it. Maribel's like not watching kids. it with them. And stuff. <laughs> I, I didn't even like my kids watching SpongeBob. Like I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not watching that. No, but on this show, they legit make a deal with the devil. For real, I'm sorry. The oh devil is depicted in the cartoon. And I mean, they make I shouldn't a deal. be surprised, right? But at the same right. time, you think about it. But like, and if you look at it, already at the point where it's like displayed it already. They show it's, the devil. It's no yeah. longer hiding it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, it's a lot of. Uh, and they're little kids, dude. They don't know. I know. I my my even my little one questions it sometimes. They're like, you know, that's the devil. Like, is he bad? And I'm just like, oh, damn, man, how long you been letting them watch that shit? No, <laughs> like either when I told him when I take it oh, off, I they question it. Yeah, yeah. They question why They're is it bad? Like, why is it bad? Mm-hmm. So and so, what is he? Oh, mm-hmm. is like they question a lot of things. They question even, a lot of things, but sometimes they question and, just to question and not right. truly to understand. So and they're gonna continue to do it until mm-hmm. they physically see something that's like whoa right. and yes. then they're gonna be like oh crap I, you know? I think that's my oldest that's right now because my oldest is very he's still he you know i feel like talking about jesus and he's like introducing him with jesus it's done him good in his life but also he's like i want to physically see him he's always telling me he's like mom i want to see jesus so i can give him a hug i want to give him a hug mm. you know and i'm just like it's hard to explain that it's like baby like you know, when you close your eyes and you pray to him, you'll feel his presence. Or sometimes God speaks through people. And sometimes if you want to hug, you can come hug me. You know, like I kind of have to give him that perspective. But sometimes he wants to see something physical. Like, But you can tell him you know? that Jesus lives in you. So right. that's the reason why he can come and you know, mm-hmm. hug you. Right. I mean, we're not lying to him because it's true. Yeah. You know, God lives that, That's exactly within, what I tell you know, him. But right. yeah, I hear you. And that's a great way to like look at certain things and why you need to explain certain things to your kids. Mm-hmm. Cause you're just kind of like, well, heck, what do I tell them? You know? And you know, like dealing with, with teenagers going back to the whole music thing, you know, I had to tell them, I learned that for one, <clears throat> the devil is the father of all lies, right? Mm-hmm. He's a father of all lies. He was casted down to hell because he wanted to be God. He wanted to be bigger than God. But he was also the angel of music. 
He was oh, an angel. He was I did an not angel. Know that. Yeah, so, so he was angels. an angel of music. That's the reason why it's subliminal. You have to be careful what you listen to. Wow. He, I yeah, he I did not know he was he an angel, was of angel of music. Each angel has no he was a beautiful. He was the most beautiful voice. angel too. That's why he comes in the form of you know you know how like on some movies they're like they have a sed- seductive as... woman <laughs> because the, you know yeah. yeah or a man. You know, like they have them all sexy looking or whatever. Like when you, they come in the room you know, and they take you know, the breath like, away. So yeah. why? So why do they say? You know, why do they say that? You know, that's the devil. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they said. You know, because he was the most beautiful angel. That's cool. Right. I mean, I knew he was. I didn't know he was the angel of music though. In all honesty, and that's one of our like common like uh, like. That's why you have to be careful what you listen to. That's why they talk about how, you know. You have to be careful what you listen to what you see, what you, what comes out of your mouth, you know, why your tongue is speaks life because you can very easily speak death unto someone without knowing Mm. or without realizing, you know, it's, it's all of that. And it's like, right. Like, right. It mind blows you. So you're sitting there like, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Turned on the radio. So like, according to, this is mostly uh, portrayed in Catholic religion, predominant, like all the angels and the saints have a job or responsibility mm-hmm. or duty. Yeah. Um, like she said, Lucifer was an angel of music. Right. And uh, that's why a lot of this with the whole music industry and when you play music backwards, they don't have a message. Oh, on yeah, it. So okay, I remember that. It was when I was little, little yeah. Wayne or something like that. You played well, it. apparently it still happens yeah. now today. Continues There's to people that, um, that I've heard that if they, um, some people were, um, paid to have certain fame no certain witchcraft people come in and actually like satanic people to come in and speak over a certain album because all the words that they use in that album are about directly um focusing on women on getting them either trafficked or sexually and all this other stuff like i've heard i've heard of stuff like that like and i'm like i mean i can see how it can be that dumb, but I can also believe no, no, it because no, it's, it's right. like no, a hundred percent. Yeah, we were, like, we, back we, then I'm like, nah, they don't have. To, but now that I'm like, oh, a hundred percent. We actually 100%. saw a documentary. Um, I don't they, remember they where say, I heard it from, but I did hear it was a documentary, and that's what they oh, talked about. That's crazy. We it saw a documentary about an ex Satanist, and he's now uh, a Christian pe- preacher. That might be him who you're talking about. Maybe that's maybe that's where I was this guy. About. This guy was talking about how he prayed against like he he worshiped towards the devil mm-hmm. 24 hours a day against oh, people that's... to cause harm to cause damage to kill and he's all like and you christians can't even pray for five minutes and we would pray against y'all for 24 hours Dang. and i was like holy shit dude right like, that's what i'm saying like... there's so many things that are against us that we're like you know we, we need to take the word christianity and and like it's hold got it up. Christ in the middle of right. it. Right. Like a you, you gotta hold it up good. Like hold like be proud of it. You know, be proud of it and stand hold to it because like you said, there's a lot of people that are wishing there's bad more about you. Than there is for yeah. you. Yeah. But Especially just as much humanity. Yeah, and, and just like we need to be proud of it, there's gonna be so many people that are gonna tell you Christians are hypocrites, Christians mm, are this yeah, and that. Yeah, because people yeah. that are Christians, they're the ones that are writing the fence. They're the ones that are the lukewarm ones. Right. But there's the also ones, societies you know I mean? like this. If you right. say you're Christian, sure. 
They're like, they're waiting for you exactly. to mess up. Right. Or they take people's past. Like, oh, well, I heard so-and-so. That's why I like Cliff's this approach. This happened. Yes, that's what Cliff I, is I very smart because at last service, he was like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Hopefully I was built on a in, prison. An, in prison, in jail. I was in jail. Yeah, let's go ahead. Don't, don't Google it, but you'll find me on there. Like, he already, you know, the first interaction I had with Cliff, he tells me, like, he, he legit pulls it up. Here's I'll a police report on me. I'm sure you already saw it. I was like, Cliff, I had no idea. But <laughs> now I'm like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? No, but I love Pastor Cliff. Shout out to him. He's real. And, and, and uh, Pastor Martha. I love her Pastor so much. Martha. I love them both. I mean, They're too, such a man. Couple. They are. And you know what? I always tell to me, I was like, I have not been to a church that I feel are so transparent. Yes. And so real. So real. And I feel like they're people just like me and like me and like me and them, whatever. They're just not scared to talk about right. the bad stuff. You Coming know? from right. a Catholic upbringing where we're like, Very. oh, El Padre. Me too. I, I kid you Padre. not. I kid me you too. not. When I first came to the church, I hope I life, I was like this, like in right, my because, seat. Because, exactly. Because <laughs> in the Catholic, you're like. Maribel was like kneeling. <laughs> no, babe, we don't. We don't do that here. Get up. No, I wasn't kneeling, but I was like, I'm not supposed to interact with people. I'm supposed to just sit. And, and like, yeah. I hear everybody like talking, laughing. I'm like, why is nobody like praying the hell yes, right now? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, so true. like when you go into a Catholic church, shh, be quiet, everyone. Like you gotta be no but chewing your gum. Is, like you can't. For real. No, and, and I agree with you, but it's not at all that I'm making fun of it. It's right, not, yeah. right, right. No, we enough, respect anything, all religions. Yeah. I yeah. respect it. Absolutely. I am speaking of experiences that I've gone through. I was born, raised, in, yeah. and brought right. up in Same. Catholic mm-hmm. I for many years, but I didn't have a relationship with Christ the way I have it yes. today. And that you want to know yes. something? You want to know something? Yeah. Ever since I started going to church here, stepping away from Catholic roots, my dad... Uh, persecuted me, I guess you could say, hey, for lack of a better me. word, my and making fun of me and, and and doing all kinds of things. And then I started having conversations with my dad mm-hmm. and saying like, well, dad, do you have a relationship with God? Do you know what this means? Do you know, asking him questions about God and Jesus, mm-hmm. he didn't know how to answer. Well, no, because that's what you, because old school wise, you were brought up in it. You were just told what to do. Exactly. You were just, it was, um, my mom was like, we're supposed to do religion. this. It's, and I would ask why. Tell me it why. It was never an understanding. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You didn't you understand just, why I did it. No. I didn't even know because you were told why to do I and prayed. That's what you were like to do. playing the Our Father and Hail Mary. I'm just like, I'm supposed to recite this because supposedly I'm a sinner and I'm, I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be saved by saying these few phrases, right? Right. That's why I was like, I, I got to pray this and I'm good, right? But now prayer for me is a whole different. Oh, meaning than what it was when I was in the Catholic and I'm just like what like now that I pray I pray with intentions I pray where I'm like with him me and God you know and it's not just like a something that I'm reciting or I have to For learn sure. just so I can get a like exactly. was it the the comfort what is it confirmation confirmation and a communion you know I remember I look back and I'm like I remember I just had to do all that just so I can get from one point to the one point, but there was you no like, understanding, yeah. no relationship towards God. Yeah. None. But yeah, you were definitely told what to do. Right. And how to do it. And what. Without any what insight. The, right, right. Right. To to know the deep inside. That was what I didn't have. I was told to read. Um, I mean, I had a, a, a pictured children's kids Bible. You know, I saw the pictures right. and. I was like, you know, oh, Father Abraham, how many sons, you know, and that's how I knew it. And, you know, I'm over there singing and I knew how to do it, you know, and, and you know, but I didn't understand right. it. You know, and so until I got old enough and understood, I'm like, why is it that I don't have a, 
people talk about this relationship with Christ, Mm -hmm. you know, and then I had a lot of questions and then I was like, dude, I want to know how the end of the world is. I went straight to Revelation's book and I was not scared about it. Like I was so excited, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, you know, I did all this, you know, and, and the way I approach kind of things, but because I was excited to have a relationship with Christ, right? you know, but I definitely was there and I was prosecuted just like you and me. I, you know, my dad was the first one to, no, pues, I don't even know what kind of God you pray to. And, and, I and, even right. know, and that, that was, that was what I, I was prosecuted. I am with. willing to go to church, to Catholic church. I'm willing right, to go to same. any church. Right. I might ask, I asked my dad, dad, do you want to come? Oh no, nunca. No, uh-huh. no, no, no. All this yeah, stuff never. Like, and, then, and it's like, it just shows you. You, you know, you know, when For you, sure. when you start to understand, I, I just don't know why it it's, they've, I mean, I've heard, I've heard some Catholic churches say like, if you go to another church, you can't take the, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, the offering. Oh, yeah. The offering. Yeah. Like I remember I went like to, to, I went to repent. my, yeah, I went to my first to communion, my, my little niece's oh, first communion okay, okay. and they're like, Hey, just letting you know anybody mm-hmm. who goes to a different church, he said he worded it better. Yes. Right. But just practically saying you can't come up. Yeah. And I was just yeah. like, you're really denying the. The body of Christ uh-huh. to me is that what you're telling yeah. me? Yeah, <laughs> because be I like, need to oh, convince well, my sins to you. And, you know, yeah. it's it's crazy, but yeah, I I respect didn't. everyone's religion, everybody's view. I don't want to say I judge, but I like to take the person how you treat me, not your religion view. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's what I mean. Like, God didn't come here to spread religion. Jesus didn't come down here to spread religion. That's he, what killed him. He came to spread exactly. That's what killed wow. him. That's what his put him on people the cross. Wow. Was, was religion. Wow. His people. That is very true. His people, dude. That's Jesus. what my ex-father-in-law would tell me. He said, "Religion is what killed Jesus Christ." That is crazy. And I was that like, true. "Oh my gosh!" Later, of course, I realized what Karl yeah. Marx. Right? What it meant. You know who Karl Marx is? He yeah. he invented Marxism, which is a form a political belief uh, or a way people should operate. But oh. he says that um, religion is the opium of the masses because People seek comfort in religion, and it suppresses their own way of thinking and processing, thereby preventing them from revolting against those in power. It's just, you know how, like, sheep? Okay. That's probably bad. It's a bad, bad example. Is it a bad, <laughs> I don't know. Because we're supposed to, be, like, God, Jesus is a good shepherd, and we're supposed to follow him. Right. But religious will exp- religion will exploit this, I feel. What does that mean? Exploit, like, take advantage of people. Mm. Well, like we see it all the time where, where preachers are like, oh, buy this holy water and like those documentaries where they're buying holy water, selling holy water, dude. And I've these people are going bankrupt. I, I didn't. That. I have. I've seen really? them. I didn't see that. Costs, people losing you know, their little... homes because they yeah. I have cancer. And he's like, we're praying over this. And if you buy it today, a thousand dollars. Like there's there's been <laughs> yeah. pastors that there if is... you give a thousand dollars today, Jesus will save you. And like, dude. Yeah. And that's taking advantage of people. It, it is really taking is. advantage of you. Now, those are... Uh, no, see, that's just... Yeah, no. I would have been, like, mean. negative. I don't, know, <laughs> right? I don't know if we're getting, like, off negative. track. Negative. But... Sorry, but... <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a whole lot of... There's a whole lot of other ways and reasons why you shouldn't have a, a, a relationship with Christ, you know? And I encourage everyone to have that. Um, but there's always... Just, like, there's all kinds of music and just like there's all kinds of shows, there's all kinds of reality shows and they tell you that's really what reality, what it should be. But in mm-hmm. reality, it's not mm-hmm. because they're just faking it even before the cameras or, yep. or whatever, for whatever the reason, you know, to truly have a relationship with Christ, that's exactly what it should be. And everyone's going to have a different experience, but you're all, you know, the only way you can go is up. 
right. you know, t- to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I just, I just think of it that way. And I know that in the beginning when we started, you know, talking about all this, you know, we started talking about how, you know, what was my view on, on for younger women and, and starting off is just, I feel like if you don't have that yet, you have to set, definitely set your foundation. You know, when yep. you build a house, you have to set the concrete first and yep. have a floor plan right. in order for you to be able to know where the walls need, where the boundaries need yep. to be built at. Yep. And they're supposed to be your safe house. They're right. supposed to be your home. Right. That's the reason why, you know, you're supposed to have all that. But you don't realize that's what it is until you've kind of gone through some things, you know. But right. if you go through that first and kind of get taught all of that first, you kind of already know. You're preparing yourself. You Definitely. You prepare I, yourself. I mean, are you going to know everything about marriage? No. 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 Are you going to know everything yeah. about being a parent? No. 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 Negative. You know, but knowing that those are should be your first stones, your first you know, you don't have to feel you like have you have like, to go you have back like and remodel so often. Yeah, right. it, like the saying, if you stand for nothing, you fall for everything. Ooh, and, that's good. And uh, okay. I remember, like, I'm going to be real with y'all. I remember well, in the beginning of our relationship, we would talk about bringing other people into, yeah, you know, sexually into the bed. and But I didn't know what I stood for. Right, exactly. I was just accepting because of everything. Because you're completely lost. I was because like, we saw yeah, everyone yeah, else. Yes. We yeah, saw everyone else this. like, yeah, oh, it's normal. Exactly. Oh, it's normal. Well, these, how do you say it? These, um, this porn here shows that it's great. Right. This porn here, you know, or, or whatever, or whether it be porn or whether or it be other people pleasure. or, or other people that you might know, who knows, mm-hmm. you know, some other people that you kind of see them a little bit higher than where you think you kind of are and seeing them, you know, I totally understand, you know, and I, you know, I've, I've got a horrible past, you know, and there's, I'm sure there's a lot of other things that I consider and go into detail with, but you know, that I'm definitely not proud of. Right. But in all reality, you're right. I understand that, you know, that perspective. You know, there was a time that I was like, mm. Spice it I, up. Yeah, la- you know? right, exactly. And Thinking that spicing it up, quote unquote, right. spicing it up, is that what it is? That this is not what we need to spice it up on. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. If this is if, a, sorry, yeah, if you're ahead, missing bro. a thing in your marriage, I, I guarantee you that is not spicing it up. If yes. there's something mm. missing... I guarantee it's it's something way more deeper than that. A hundred percent. Is there's probably like a miscommunication yes. in y'all's love. Like I, th- I when I look back and I thought like you know why didn't me and Emmy even think about that? Why were we going through that? And I think it's because mm-hmm. we had a disconnection. Like like you said that disconnection sexual in 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 the sexual side that like you thought where it was a sexual thing but yeah. where you said when you go to masturbate when you go to pornography when you're paying you're paying your attention to that you're not gonna have that connection with your husband. So you mm-hmm. need to let all that go to right. in order to get that real raw connection with your husband. Yeah, sure. yeah that's a whole different meaning for that one. <laughs> yeah, and, and when it comes to like stories that we're talking about in our past, it's not to persecute us, right. but it's what do we learn from it? Our right. experience. That's the only thing you can learn from. Yeah. It's not how do you say it? this is the way that I was told. There's a reason why you don't look at a full-size mirror mm-hmm. you have a rear view mirror be, and it's limited because it's only used for you to look back but never to stay there yeah it's always used for you to be able to look forward in the window that you're at that you're driving mm-hmm. out from and looking out from right you know so it's definitely just simply to learn from and, and go forward and mm-hmm. not make those mistakes again yeah. you know and if it didn't work back then it's obviously not gonna work now you <laughs> yeah. know what i mean like yeah I mean, there's no reason to revisit it. Um, yeah, I feel like everybody goes into. I'm pretty sure everybody's gonna hit a point where it's like, 
even if y'all did try or did not try it, you you hit like a numbing stage. Like like you, sure. you feel you think you're satisfied, but it's only a temporary <laughs> satisfaction. Yes. And then you're like numb. You're like yes. don't even know what's going on. You're just mm-hmm. sitting there all like kind of bummed out. And it's mm-hmm. like because you know that's not that's not right. You know that's not what you needed at that time. Yeah. You know. There was actually a time, and and I'm I'm glad that you said that. You spoke about the numbing part. Mm-hmm. There was a time in my life that I was so tired of going through relationship to relationship to relationship that I literally told myself, I'm gonna start treating guys. Yeah. The way that they would treat me. Right. With no strings attached. I'm going to have sex with them whenever I want to. Right. And I'm going to straight up buy and go into the club and do whatever I want. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying like. There's so many women I mean, like that. You know, There's like, so many women. Yeah. Like and it's so easy to do that. But it, I was such an, I was at a numbing spot. Right. Definitely of an, at a numb area in my life. And I was like, this is not. And yeah, you you get to snap. I think there's gonna be a certain situation where you're gonna sit there and be like, "What am I doing?" Because women cannot be like men. Period. Like the way men see sex is different than how women see sex. And I just figured that out like probably like last year this year whenever Edmy told me about the differences. Like I do not have sex in my priority, like number one list. You know, no. my number one, my number one is different than his number one. So we both had to come in agreement that I can't be like, why, why are you always thinking about sex? Because that's one of his main needs, you know, and he I, wants to I get feel to like men, it's you more, know? not so much a need, but like the way we feel connection. Right. The that's not my connection so much. Thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Women are stimulated more emotionally and talking. Mm-hmm. Men are stimulated more physically. Right. Like in, in order for us to feel connection with you, we want to be physically and intimate. In the more intimate. common part, yeah. Right. So I feel like when women want to put themselves in the place of men, y'all end up getting hurt way more. For sure. Way more than hitting that. So if y'all are in that numbing for stage, sure. get out of that numbing stage because it's not, yeah, it's, not, it's, gonna, not it's not going to do good. Get some icy hot. For real, so it's not gonna something. do good, you know. <laughs> Take a really shower with icy hot or something. Rub it all over your no, body. No, not in the, it's gonna like, hurt. If you read the fine print, you don't want to do that and put it in places. That put it. In, <laughs> oh, put it, oh no. God. You talking about showering and putting it all over? I'm gonna put some on my eyes <laughs> and my ears <laughs> after this. Eyes and ears. Yeah, no, and there there is a lot of women that like like to compare them like. Yes. I even said like to my husband too, I was like, well, how come men can be out there messing around and, and y'all judge women so much for being, or for being out there too. Like y'all are out there, you know? And I kind of came to understanding. It's like, uh, like how you said, a woman has a temple, you know, like you, you gotta, gotta, you gotta, gotta take. No, your place. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta take care of yourself. I feel like as I feel like men, especially what we went through, me and Edmy that hard stage whenever Edmy found out whatever we went through or when he found out that I had an affair yeah he like shook he was like and then whenever I found out he had one I was like okay but did you you know like it wasn't it's weird because he it hit yes it hit him hard like okay the disrespect was there and obviously the obviously you were with somebody else the hurt's gonna be there but it hurt differently his was another woman i mean another man had my woman that's the way his thinking my thinking was you had another woman in my house type deal you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i was not even thinking so much that he had a relationship that that wasn't really my main hurt my main hurt was oh he looked another woman instead of me does that make sense 
Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I think so. Like I wasn't really mad at the fact. I mean, of course, I was gonna be like, okay, yeah, you had an interaction with another woman, but like I said, it was it was a different feeling for me than what his feeling was. He literally felt defeated as a man, knowing that. Yeah, I can tell that you guys definitely went this. Like a person on the outside looking in, you guys went this, Mm -hmm. even though it was around for the same thing. Like the affair happened. I think I can see where kind of went like this so she's crossing her hands she's crossing her hands and it's like opposite ways i'm not sure i understand understand. well you're you're talking about how really another man had you you know whatnot it's probably feel like um i think that maybe it'll it doesn't mean that he um well, was he better than me, or so, you know, kind no. of, or so? I'll go ahead no. and I'll go ahead. You, and tell you can you. explain because yeah, I, I he don't has know. a better explanation than I do. 100%. Okay. So what, what it was, <laughs> what it was more for me is like, women have access to sex way easier than men do. Men have to complete co- compete for the marketplace. Like, women look for men that are of high value or whatever that stimulate them in one way or another, right? Okay. Um, when it came to Maribel, um. For men, and this is me speaking for myself, uh, when we are when we have sex, especially with someone that we don't really care about, it's like okay, cool, we're done, and then we leave. But for women, there has to be an emotional connection in order for you there to want to have sex with it's someone. Just the physical part, and the women's is the emotional, emotional part. Right. Correct. Okay, correct. So, so for us, it's like see. damn, like she really allowed a man to get to know her, to get to that place, to the point where she allowed him to have sex with him. Uh-huh. It wasn't just so much the, like, oh, is he better than me? Like, no, it's not even about that. It's more like you really Maybe took the time. Maybe I was just time. with the ignorant but, men. And they, but me <laughs> with my that thing, get, and I'm, I'm, not like, even, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm okay with sharing this. Like, it doesn't bother right. me. I admire you guys, by the way, to speak about this because not many people, because it was, a, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a time, it was a very dark time for right. you guys. Very dark. It was. You know, I love that you guys went past that and you guys are willing to talk about it without making you guys, you each other feel like you're stepping on. Right. If we can recognize and call out our discrepancies and faults, the enemy has nothing to, exactly. to put against us. See, that's awesome. I, I, felt, I never thought yeah. If we, if we can't address this publicly, Cliff does this all the time, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Whatever problems he's dealing with, he'll talk about it in front of people. Mm-hmm. What else is there to that you can, what else that's can the enemy true. put yeah. against and you? That's to me, man, that's courageous. Like, I love that. And I told Enemy at first, I was like, I'm working we, on we, that. Yeah, we, we first <laughs> talked about it. I was like, hey, you think we should? And I was like, and I was like, you know what? We should because I feel like there's a lot of marriages that are very silent about what they went through. Yeah. And they don't know who to go to. And we're not talking about specifically. And, and we're us, rooting for marriages. Yeah. We're and it's like, it's them. like, it's sure. like they need to know, like, is this normal or are we the only ones that went through it? No. You know, no, people can sure. see us from the outside and they're like, oh my God, y'all are so awesome. Y'all are cute couples, but we have a past. I, keep, I know, talk about this a lot. I hear that a, I hear that a lot. And right. I'll never forget. And I talk about this a lot, but I don't know if you knew, Asela, Isela, sorry. Um, <laughs> my father-in-law, my parents were divorced. My, okay. my, my suegros are married. During our separation, my parents obviously said, move on. Her parents said, Mijo, work on yourself, do better, whatever. I would always talk with her dad and like, man, you know, I don't, I think I'm losing her. I think it's not working. We would go to a family function and we would, she would come around and like hug and kiss me. And I'd be like, God, what the hell? And then I would look at my sweater and he would look at me and just go like, and I'm, in my head, I'm like, he probably thinks we're freaking crazy. We're toxic. Right. 
We're toxic. So one day we're sitting there and like Maribel's hugging up on me when the whole week she didn't pay attention to me. Like no shots at all. Just oh, I see. and 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 my <laughs> and I look at my sweater and I'm like, I know I just told you the other day that it didn't look like we were working out and now you see us hugging. Like you probably think we're crazy, huh? He's like, you know what, Miko? It doesn't matter what I think or anyone else think, as long as you understand each other. That's and that's my powerful. message to all the couples. It doesn't matter what anyone thinks about your relationship or what's going on. As long as you and your wife are on the same page, you and right. your husband are on the yeah. same page. Right. Even though at that time we were not on the same page. Right. <laughs> but yeah, we are no, now. <laughs> but you were like, yeah, but like, you yeah, know, but you guys were searching for the same thing. Your relationship but... yeah. only has to make sense to you too. That's yeah, it. yeah, pretty much. The, no explanation is needed for anyone else. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an ongoing thing, but... I, I mean, think me, yeah, learning. yeah. I feel like sure. me and Emmy are still. I mean, I mean, no marriage is perfect. I feel like me and Emmy still go through our little miscommunication For and sure. arguments, just like everybody else. I still, he still makes me cry, and you know. But it's it. I just feel like it's. I feel like our conversations and our arguments much more go faster, because I feel like what I mean by that is like knowing what we went through. We we cannot let little things get under the rug like if there's a problem okay let's talk about it let's do something about it and then let's move forward because back then little problems like that would last days would last days we're mad at each other don't talk to me or oh now you want to be like you know we would be like doing a lot of petty things but now it's like you know life's too short i love you you love me we went through something really hard and we're not about to let this little argument come in between so we kind of just move past it and it's a lot of sacrifices a lot of understanding, a lot of sacrifices because there's some times where Edmund's like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about that one time. And that one time could be, it could be, hey, he gets flashbacks sometimes of like, you know, yeah. that, that past. Like that enemy will, of these course. flashbacks are going to come back <laughs> yeah. and that enemy is really good about reminding you right. of what you went back through, right. even though you've already left it at the cross. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm being real because right. there's moments that, you know, if it's being brought back up, I kind of ask God, I'm like, in my prayer time, I'm like, are you reminding me because I'm still not forgiven? You know, but that's still the enemy talking right. to me, you know, telling me like, you're not done. Yeah. You know? And it's not even at all what that is. I mean, this just happened to us today, honestly. You know, and we got a new job and and he's been working really early, late hours. To be fair, I'm self-employed. Oh, well, thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> consultant. You're he's a, a consultant. So you the boss. Well, I appreciate that job because it gives my bills paid. But <laughs> but what I mean is like there has been a disconnect lately for me and Edmi. Not a huge one, but it's been where, like, we come home, it's a routine, we go to sleep. There hasn't been, like, a, hey, baby, how are you? Like, a real connection for, okay, for marriages, right? And we've kind of just been kind of, like, or we've been kind of timid, I feel. We're like, well, what do you mean? Well, like, kind of those conversations lately, <laughs> you know? And I had a pass come up into my phone, and a friend requests me. And I said, mm, mm. And I said, oh. wow. I was like, I was like, it's funny. I was like, I'm looking down there. It's funny how you see a disconnect in my marriage and you want to bring up my past. Sure. And so that's only, it's a reminder. Of, and obviously I'm, you know, blocked, whatever, but like, that's a reminder for me. I'm like, no, nah. like, I'm not going to, the devil thinks I'm still going to give back. Hey, yes. it's not working out in your marriage. Come give it a little yeah. try. I'm like, nah, like, I'm like, it's working fine in my marriage. You just have a little miscommunication, but we're okay. We're okay. Exactly. You know, that just gets me to like, you know, me and Edmund, we need to get together again. We need to like, 
you know, just grab our hands together. And more fire and, to that. Right. Kindling fire. Right, right. Our, our, our candle was getting a little low, but, you know, we're it's okay. All we're all good. We just need a refill. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's as real as you can be, you know, like, you know, knowing that you had something and whenever something like that comes back from the past or, or you know, that's one thing about Mark and I. Mark has never asked me about my past. And he never wanted to know about anything about my past because he feels like the day that I married you is who I want to live with going forward. Mm. You know, he said, there's no reason to go back with for anything in, in our past. He said, because then it's going to hurt him more than anything. But I think, I think he's, he doesn't see it. It, he doesn't even have that desire. Like he didn't just say it like to set a, a rule or a ground right. for us like he just he just he's gone through so much in his past and in his relationships just like I have to where he's like if this is the first day of our marriage there's no reason to go and and study back in the past I mean we might learn from certain things going forward but there's just no reason for me to know right you know and I never had anybody like that because I was always in the past it was always like Oh, so why are you still talking to so and so? And so why are you, you know, this and you or know, they I'm get not sure we're friends and how come it, they yeah, get curious, they, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And so in past relationships, that's what would happen. You know, I think it's just so, setting the basics, like, hey, this happened. But I guess going into detail, he's just like, I wasn't even there. Wanna, yeah, exactly. I wasn't there. I wasn't with you. We were. Yeah, because he was in a different other. season. I was mm-hmm. in a totally different season. Right. There's obviously he, a reason he knows why you who you are now. Yes, you know, and and you're not the same person as you were before. And yes, I respect that. God, for sure. Right. <laughs> I'm all thinking. So I look back and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Thank Yo, you. I was such a mess. You know, yeah. and I still am a mess, but I've cleaned up. I'm better where I, yeah. better now than what I used to be. Right. And I definitely don't want to go back to it, you know? Uh, 100%. Yeah. Same. So, I mean, if anything, I, can, you know, I thought I'd go to sleep that. over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. But So, we're down to our last five minutes. Any last thoughts that you guys want to share? No. What do you got? Let's see. We got Isela. Drop the mic on us. Drop the mic on us. <laughs> no. No, if anything, I mean, yeah, just never never close yourself off as you've learned something and you think that you can't relearn something. Right. You know, there's a reason why they're called seasons and mm. they're not always the same thing. You know, just like when you're reading the Bible, you can read a certain book in the Bible it's going to mean something totally different in a different season. Right. You know, so even though it talks about the same thing, it's going to mean something differently in your, in your life, you know? So yeah, if anything going forward, just never, never always keep learning, Mm -hmm. you know? So I like that. Well, I'm going to do my peace. I'm just going to just smile because I'm cheating.